Welcome to Sweeping the Country, where you'll find current news, world events, of course, good news, bad news, happy news, and the sad news, and everything in between. You throw in a couple of famous artists like Nicole Kidman, everyday folks just like yourself, and you've got Sweeping the Country. I'm Derek Walker, and this is my co-host, Mr. Jimmy Carter. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, Today, you know, we have so many different people to choose from, but I thought we'd go with one of the premier actresses of our day here. Yeah. Uh, Since like 1980-something, she's been in movies, and some of those have been very eclectic art films for sure. Yeah. And others have been widely seen, like Batman Forever. Mm -hmm. I thought she was excellent in that film. She was in a movie with George Clooney uh, that was really good the peacemaker not that many people saw it i think more people saw it when it came out on home video or was available to mm-hmm. stream but i love that movie it's one of the best one of my favorite yeah, movies yeah and then she's done a lot of eclectic stuff a lot of people like her you know she's won she's won a lot of different awards she's got an academy award for best actress uh, she's won two primetime emmy awards from three nominations she's six Golden Globe Awards with 17 nominations. I mean, she is definitely an actress for actresses. I mean, she is uh, adventurous. She's bold with her choices, and she's smart, and she comes from a really uh, good family down in Australia where she still goes back to. And uh, let's begin with our little discussion with Nicole Kidman. Is Nicole anything like Shannon? Feisty? Feisty, yeah. I could say. I mean, I think you really have to ask Tom that question. <laughs> he can answer it down more accurately than I can. But we're, we're determined. Aggressive? Assertive. Competitive? Um, competitive to the extent, not ruthlessly competitive, but I like to have, um, it's fun to have a game. In sports, I'm competitive. Were you always going to be an actress as a little girl? Yeah. One of those cliches, but yeah, I, uh, I really, um, I don't know where it came from. My father's a doctor, my mother's a nurse educator, and somehow they had a little girl that wanted to be an actress. And in Australia, that's, uh, that's not very common because the industry's small there and not many kids say, oh, I want to be an actress. I know it's more common in mm-hmm. America, um, but it came from somewhere. What does it do for you, the craft of acting? You know, what does it fulfill, you think? Um, I don't know if it ever really fulfills you. I think there's always this, the thing that attracts me to it is that uh, it's a very spontaneous, um, very unpredictable career. And I like that. I like the uh, not knowing if in three weeks time you're going to be off doing a movie here, um, what character you're going to be playing. And I love people, so you really get to explore human nature. How awful is it for you the first day of a shoot when you're just trying this character on, do you have stage fright? Yes. Um, you get nervous. Ron came up to me just the day before we had to start shooting on Fire and Away, and he just said, hey, Nicole, don't worry about I'm walking around. And he said, don't worry about this. Enjoy it. It should be easy for you, this character, because you know her. And it was the best advice I'd ever been given uh, because as soon as I relaxed into the character, it just came. I was able to do it. I was, it was like being on a roll. And, uh, and the more relaxed I got, the better I got. How critical are you of uh, yourself when you see yourself and you Very. pick yourself apart? And... Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to change that. It's easy to sit there and see every flaw. I mean, I still think I walk funny. <laughs> so I see that on the screen and I go, oh, I walk so strange. But I'm becoming a lot more objective about it. I'm becoming uh, more able to sit down and see a character and see the scope of the movie and the story of the movie instead of just focusing on my character. In Hollywood terms, is your husband a producer, a director, or more of an extra? Is your, as far as your career is concerned, does he produce you, direct you, or just kind of sits back and watches um, you? He, he really lets me uh, go off and do what I want to do. Uh, I've been doing what I want to do since I was 14. I mean, my, I left school early. I um, went to Europe and backpacked through Europe. I mean, I really, um, I, I think that in a relationship, if, if, any, if someone says to you, no, you can't do it, it makes you want to no. do it. So, uh, so he, we both have um, a very open mind about things in relation to each other. Were you worried about the closeness being too close, working together. I mean, I guess the first time you worked together was Days of Thunder, and that was more of an introduction type thing. But since you had been together for a while, were you worried about the stress and the pressure getting to each of you? Uh, I, we set ground rules. I said, I have to get eight hours sleep. Oh, you must let me get eight hours sleep. And we really have to um, you know, keep anything conjugal out of it. Um, and he agreed. It was exact, He had exactly the same ideas. And with a director like Ron Howard, who really has been married for so long and really understands that it was the best possible way to do it. And also we love working together. We have this sort of communication where you don't even have to use words. And I think people that are married that are very close have that. You can uh, communicate just by a mm -hmm. look in the eye or a smile or something. And it makes it quicker. Ron said he was impressed you could take direction while kissing. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'd started off where every time we kissed in front of people, they'd all be quiet and sort of be embarrassed. By the end of the movie, we'd be kissing and everyone would be talking. Oh, they're at it again. So <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, we're affectionate with each other. It's a very beautiful film, and I know you have to be proud when you see it on the screen because it just takes your breath away. Just yeah. the pictures, you know, yeah. the story too. Yeah, I think that the story is um, so charming and I think that it's funny and there's this incredible action in it which is uh, not expected uh, and and just the whole feeling of the movie is a feel-good movie. Yeah. Well, you're charming too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, not many actresses have had as, first of all, as long a career. I mean, yeah. they used to. Debbie Reynolds and people from old Hollywood used to have pretty long careers. Mm -hmm. But what usually happens and has happened in the last 20 or 30 years, if you're a young girl, you can get the girl, you know, the, oh, the sure. girlfriend, the ingenue, that type of thing. <laughs> and then when you reach sort of in the middle age, you stop working really yeah. <clears throat> for a while. You'll get some mom parts. And then later on, you'll get things that are more rich, yeah. more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, happened with, with so many people. But in her case, you know, she was married to Tom Cruise because she met him in the movie Days of Thunder. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, she was in Far in a way. Uh, that was a movie that Ron Howard directed that I don't think did that great. I never saw uh, she it. She was yeah. in Eyes Wide Shut. That was a weird, weird movie she did with with him. She's done some strange movies over the years, but you know there are some movies that she's done like The Peacemaker. And again, if you have never seen that movie, yeah, I would really have you seek it out. And it's a it's a real good one. And we talked about that one. The science aspect of this role. Were you good in science? I'm sure you were in the eighth grade, ninth grade. 
Uh, I was naughty when I was at school, so I wasn't oh. that good at science. You weren't in the books? I was better at English. I, c I can imagine that. You weren't that hot in science and math? My dad is a scientist, so I think immediately when your parents are something, you, you immediately say, well, I'm not going to be that. So if I sat behind you in biology, you, yeah. weren't, you, weren't, you wouldn't be the lady that would cut up my frog for me, I guess. Huh? Dissect your frog? Mm -hmm. uh, no, probably no. not. Luckily, I did have someone that did do that in front of me because I oh. was not very good in science <laughs> myself. I was better than the other stuff. Uh, red hair. Now, you really don't have red hair, though, is, or do you basically have red hair? You, today, you're kind of blondish. Uh, my basic color is red, but, you know, for different films, I change it. I was just noticing, I was going to ask you a red-headed question. She's not red-headed today. She is a blonde today. But I am, at heart, a red-head. Yeah, I, I, I was going to ask, ask you about red-heads. They are a little different. Do you think that's true, or is a that a good one? club. We're a club, yes. A little more, what An is it? An elite club. No, <laughs> I'm joking. No, it's hard being a red-head at school. You get teased. Well, you can't tan. You can't tan, you get freckles, you have this sort of, especially if it's red, well at the moment I've straightened my hair, but it's normally really curly, so. And you were also probably the tallest girl in your class, I bet, too, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was a mess. My littlest girl, <laughs> who we shouldn't try to talk about because she'll get mad, is a little sensitive toward being tall in She's the sixth tall. grade. Mm. It, I don't understand that because I like being tall, but it's not a good thing no, for a girl, is it? Well, I think when you, my mother would always say um, that when you grow up, you'll appreciate your height. Um, I think I've... I'd still like to be a little shorter. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, I thought all girls. It is. Know, it's hard being tall because all thing. the boys are up to about here. It's hard to dance, I guess. Mm, you don't get asked to dance. Mm. Is living in a fishbowl kind of an interesting thing for you? Well, it sort of has died down. We have been living in London, and we've just been doing. Um, we've just been working, and so we haven't had a lot of. We're not that controversial, so we just sort of. We don't have as much interest in us. You mean the British press leaves you alone as opposed to the American press? No, just in general, we're being left alone a lot more lately. I think, you know, we've been married for seven years now. We've got two kids. I mean, I know, I saw we're kind of boring. This week's tabloid <laughs> had you on a boat somewhere oh, on vacation. Did they get photos of us? Yeah, some long lens thing. You're wearing like a cap on the front of a boat, and I guess the kids are in the middle and Tom's in the back. I mean, oh, how do right. they do that? Do you, did you see these little weasels a, a out there? jet ski. Do you see these weasels over in the... I had no idea, so there we go. Isn't that amazing? Because you don't normally, you don't even know these people are around, do you? No, I had no idea. Wow. This movie really moves. I mean, it's like Air Force One, and it just goes, goes, goes. Mm. Did it give you that impression when you were making the film? You were always running and moving and... Yes. <laughs> and the way in which Mimi shoots it, she puts, uh, you know, she moves the camera all the time. And um, as an actor, you've really got to be on your toes. But I like that because it sort of creates an energy on the set so that people aren't lethargic. They're really... Uh, everyone has to be ready to go at all times. You know, your reputation is very good in that you're not a pain in the mm, to work with. All the people <laughs> seem to think they, you know, you're like one of the guys sometimes. You're not a prima donna actress. Have you tried to, you know, do you take a conscious effort in trying to be easy to work with? Or well, I I started working in Australia, and in Australia you don't have trailers. You're lucky if you get to sit in the makeup trailer while you know um, while they're shooting or something. So mm -hmm. I grew up. Um, and I was trained in that way where you just, you know, everyone's equal. So in that sense, and I really believe that when you're doing a film, you're all there to make the film and everyone's just as important as everyone else. Well, you do great work and I love it. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> the Peacemaker movie is only right now on Hulu. Uh, I'm sure you can find it on Amazon and buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. that kind of thing. But as far as being free, two hours and nine minutes from 1997. And George Clooney was really good. She played a nuclear specialist, Dr. Julia... Kelly, you know, and at she, times you, know, you can catch her acting, but 
it was, I liked it. I liked the movie and I liked the director that did it. And I wish it had been more successful. I think she, you know, looking at some of her movies like to die for and days of thunder and, and the one you just mentioned, the peacemaker, which is really great action film. If you've never seen it, I agree with you hundred percent, but she seems like she's really versatile. She can be a sex symbol. Yes, she, she can be a scientist. Yeah. She can be. She can be freaky. She can be true, scary. True that. Yeah. She can be anything, and she really is a chameleon. And yeah. Not many people, not many actresses or actors, for that matter, can play just anything. Right, there are right. very few people that have been able to do that, and she's sort of historic uh, in that role. And she really proved it uh, during being in the Ricardos when she oh, played gosh. Lucy. So I don't good. think again that many people saw that project. It, I don't know. It just has, I think it had limited appeal, but she was fantastic in that on a mission impossible. It was a mission impossible to play Lucy oh, and God. she did it. Yeah. I, and it, then, you know, she, she was in a box office movie, you know, that was, that was great too. And that was Batman forever. If oh, you yeah. really enjoyed the Batman series, right, your characters likes the dark side, supposedly. Was little Nicole uh, attracted to the dark side when she was a teenager? Did you go out with bad guys? Uh, yeah, I chose the wrong kind of guys. Why is I that? I think that's part of an education, isn't it? Apparently <laughs> so, but why do girls go with bad guys so often? Um, well, I've chosen a good guy now, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I think there's something mysterious about it. It's also something about defying what your parents want and uh, staking claim to your independence. Mm. Well, I think you pretty much kept your independence, didn't you? Yeah, I, I mean, I keep thinking with my children, oh my gosh, I was such a nightmare as a teenager that I'm probably going to be paid back for that. I, I'm being paid back for you that, are. and yes, you are. <laughs> my mother promised me that I would, and yes, I can, I I can now tell you that you. yes, it will come back to you. <laughs> Describe this Batman stuff as a memory. I mean, if you had to think about it right now, what do you think about? This is such a big thing, bigger than life project, Batman. Mm -hmm. There's so much more than just the movie. I mean, there's so much hype, speculation, uh, merchandising. I mean, it's quite overwhelming to be involved in something of this magnitude. I mean, but even, it's also exciting. I mean, even the big star that you're married to has not been in anything quite as crazy as this deal. I mean, no. I mean, this is everything from going to McDonald's and see you come out on a French fry can to, uh, <laughs> you know, to everything in between. Yeah. It's, well, they didn't make a doll of me, though. Oh. I know. Can you did believe you want that? One? Uh, mm. Really? No, no. I don't. I wouldn't have wanted a doll. I would have. I would have bought it though. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had a Nicole Kidman doll. <laughs> Tom sure. would have bought it. Tom we'd, have, we'd, have, we'd have had two sold right there. I could have probably drummed up some other things. A few other buyers. Was it fun playing this glamorous lady? I mean, because you've played all different kinds of people in movies, mm. and she's extremely glamorous. This is the most glamorous I've ever been in a Was movie. Was that fun? Girl yeah, stuff? it's a lot of pressure. I mean, you show up, and your hair's got to be in place, and the lipstick has to be right, and, you know, you kind of want to just take all the makeup off and go home and, and relax. But all yeah. the guys are saying, I mean, every one of them saying, wow, she looks so great in this movie, you know. Oh. They are. Oh, well. And that's the intent. <laughs> it worked then. The makeup and stuff worked. Mm -hmm. How do you approach all this family? And you're, you're very active in your career. You're hardly, you know, working like one day a week or something. I mean, you're doing a lot. How are well, you balancing? Well, luckily on Batman, though, because there were so many characters in the movie, I didn't have to work every single day. So I got to um, have time off. You're balancing pretty well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not superwoman, so I'm kind of, you know, just trying to make it all work. I think that's what most women with kids in a career are trying to do. Just somehow. But some days it's <laughs> hope hard. Hope that it will all work out, yes. Some days it's very hard, isn't it? Uh huh. But you wouldn't swap it for anything. Mm -mm. 
Did you ever think when you were uh, like a little girl, I know you wanted to be an actress, but you'd be, you know, like this thing behind you? Who is that girl anyway? Do you know her? Who is that? I don't Do you know, know her? No. <laughs> no, that's sort of the, uh, that's certainly not the person that I become when I go out at night or something. Would the people you went to high school with, would they know her? No. <laughs> Nobody knows her. <laughs> uh, no, no. But there has to be part of you that's that, isn't it? Well, you, at the time, you, you find things in yourself to try and uh, uh, create a reality for the character, yeah. Is it easier to play something bad, or this girl, she's good? Yeah, you know, she's well, I like heroic. to play both. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, yes, I, I kind of I jump around with that. I, I, I don't like ever to be typecast. So, I, I just finished before Batman. I did a movie called To Die For, which will actually be coming out in September, and that's a black comedy. Uh, and I'm just about to do a film, Portrait of a Lady, with Jane Campion, who directed The Piano, and that's a very dramatic role. So, how do you approach your career? I mean, you sit around and think about what you want to do next, or is it just kind of like what's I out? Like how do you decide? I like the idea of being spontaneous, so that I'm open when I read a script to respond to it. I don't like it to be too planned or thought out. You fret about it a lot? Uh, no, I think once you have children, that uh, becomes much le less important. You know, you tend to not worry about it as much, and there's something very healthy in that. You ever get stage fright still? Oh yeah. Were you scared yeah, the first day you were yes. all dolled up out there? Yes. Yeah. What was the first thing and you did? And you never sleep the night before. What was the first I thing don't. you did? Do you remember? It was the scene where we go up the stairs for the big party. That was easy. Uh-huh. It was a nice... Uh, it, they usually try to schedule it so that you're not doing your huge scenes, you know, on your first mm -hmm. day. Well, you were wonderful as usual. Well, thank, thank you. you. Very thank much. you. And throughout that movie, you know, I kept asking her, do you know this girl? She was... Right behind her was a poster mm -hmm. of that character. And she was, you know, that character is so... Maybe it's part of her personality, but that's, you know, it, she doesn't, she's always been kind of understated about her glamour. Yeah. And, uh, you know, certainly, you know, she started this, she's 54 now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when she was in her 20s and 30s, I mean, she's always been fascinating, though. Time, New York Times said she's one of the greatest actors of the 21st century. Wow. And I really don't disagree. I've always found her to be sweet. Uh, very nice, as you heard there, yeah. and just fun, just fun to talk to, just fun to talk to. So she's married to Keith Urban now. They seem to have a great marriage. Uh, I mean, what can you say that hadn't been said about about her? I, I have mean, to ask you something about that because you sit down with these folks, you know. And Nicole Kidman to me is uh, she's a pretty lady, and you know, I think I think Keith is lucky for two reasons. One, she's a gorgeous woman. Oh yeah, and and also she saved his butt when he got uh, gone into alcoholism a little bit absolutely but was she when you sat down with her did you feel like i mean she is pretty in person as she is on the screen or prettier yes she was very uh i mean we you know we did this over the years yeah. i think one yeah. of those interviews was 95 another one was 92 mm -hmm. uh then another one was 97 or something i mean so i saw her over the years and i mean one time we were you know getting lunch and there was like a little cafe, you know, we were a little catering line, Yeah, you know, so we spent a little time talking there. I mean, she's a thinker, you know, she's yeah. a, she's an actress. They're often left field somewhere, yeah, you yeah. know, thinking yeah. about stuff. And she's a, a producer. Not many people get involved with the business side of it, Yeah, but she's developed these projects, not just a hired hand, which she has certainly been, Yeah, but she's also smart enough to see something's potential and put it together with people. So she's pretty much got it all yeah. going on. And uh, I'm, I'm sure, 
you know, there's definitely a complicated person there. She's a goodwill ambassador for UNICEF. I mean, you know, she's, on, yeah. she's got a lot of different hats that she has worn over the years. Well, I like her. I've liked her in everything that she's done. And I think part of her longevity is the fact that she can, she can accept the fact that now she's somebody's mom in a role instead of the 20 year old. Yeah. And some actors and actresses can't do that. They're like, Nope, I always want to be this way. You know, with the injections of Botox or no, whatever. You don't you know. know what you're going to get with Nicole Kidman from <laughs> anything to the next thing yeah. or what she's going to do next. Yeah. And I think she finds some joy in uh, yeah. surprising people yeah. of what she yeah. is going to do next. Indeed. Well, Jimmy, appreciate that. It's so nice to delve into some, so many different actors and actresses and artists uh, and we'll continue to do that right here on Sweeping the Country. Remember, tune in uh, next week. And uh, who are we going to do next week? We haven't even talked about it yet. You know what? I think we're going to stay in Australia, and we're going to go with Mel Gibson. Oh, my gosh. All right, Mel Gibson next week right here on Sweeping the Country, the vault edition. Until then, I'm Derek Walker. And I'm Jimmy Carter. That's right. We'll see you next time right here on Sweeping the Country.